So hello and welcome to the Institute of Refrigeration's first podcast of our series. So I'm really pleased to be joined by Professor Graham Maidment and Katerina Marquez of London South Bank University. We are live in Las Vegas. <laughs> how, how are you guys doing? Morning Miriam. Yeah, fantastic. It's a beautiful place to be. The sun's shining and it's a fantastic conference. Brilliant. Now it's brilliant to be at ASHRAE. It's my first conference in the States, so I'm enjoying it for sure. So what's it like being back in a group of a hundred or thousands and thousands of people? I mean, we've had a couple of years where we're just on computer screens. So what does it feel like now to be actually able to talk to people face to face? I don't think you really um, remember what it was like until you're back into it. But it's, it is such a brilliant environment to work in. Um, you know, just the sort of the connections that you make, the discussions that you have in the coffee lounge um, over a beer at night and, you know, and you solve stuff really, really quickly. It's just absolutely fantastic. And uh, yeah, um, I want to do another one. Well, I, I've heard they have them every six months, Graham, so you might have an opportunity to do that. <laughs> and what about for you, Kat, that it's the first ashtray? And I mean, an ashtray is the biggest global gathering of people in refrigeration, air conditioning and ventilation. So is it is it overwhelming or exciting? I mean, what's the overall impression? No, it's super exciting. I mean, just the place where it's been held bigger, just the buildings, they are enormous. We couldn't find our way in the first day. <laughs> And the plenary session was great. I mean, it really was. Uh, they had social distancing, but it was such a large room and it was really full. Uh, so, and you could see, you know, from the speeches that people were so pleased to, to uh, be back in a pers in-person meeting. And what we found like at the end of, we, we had a really good workshop and people were asking so many questions. It was actually, we're running out of time. And after we finished, they were coming to us in, you know, in the lobby to, to carry on the discussion. So it was really good. So you mentioned the plenary, who was the keynote speaker? Yeah, so it was Anne Daniels. So she's a Brit and um, she's got a fantastic background. Um, she started late in life as an explorer and um, she, I think she was probably early 40s, she ended up um, competing for a place to get, to get on a, to a, an all-women's team to go to the South Pole um, and she did, out of 80, 80 people she got onto that team and then it was a, bit, it was a relay and then um, so she did a proportion of it to get to the pole and then she got the bug. And then she did the North Pole all the way through. And then she did the South Pole all the way through as well. And I think she did a solo expedition as well. But the, so, so it, it, was, it was connected in, in a way to, to cooling, um, not because it was in a cold place. It, it was well, really we've difficult. called our podcast Tip of the Iceberg. So it kind of fits. It's frozen, right? Yeah, it was really more emphasising the team, the, the values of teams. And she, she volunteered that actually she wasn't really an athlete. Okay, you know, she, 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 she knew some stuff, but she was a really good team player. And she spoke about all of the, 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 the things that, that needed to happen. Um, and they divvied it up um, and worked together. And it, it worked really, really well. And to, I think she was the first person to, to or the first team to, to do that, first women team to do that. So it's a tremendous achievement. And it was great that she was a Brit as well. So um, 
<laughs> well, that was going to be one of my questions as well. It's like, who, who is leading the world in refrigeration, air conditioning developments at the moment? What, you know, you've been to, I know they have found, well, hundreds of different papers that are going on all the time. So what have you picked up in terms of which institutions or countries that are really making an impression now? And this were the, the two flavours from the um, from the plenary. The two main things that they spoke about was EDI, so equality, diversity, inclusivity, and and um, and the, and that, and then decarbonisation of buildings. Actually, and there was a third which was dealing with the pandemic, and um, they had a pandemic task force. And for each of these, they had task force, and um, so we heard. Um, how they've been dealing with the, the pandemic to, um, and, and they've been making some really good progress. And it would appear that the um, Bill Bamfleth, who was a pre past president of, of uh, ASHRAE, uh, he led the task force and the stuff that's coming out of it is, be, is informing the rest of the world in terms of standards and how you operate buildings, et cetera, to minimize you know, contamination, et cetera. So, so that, that one, I think the US are leading. The other two, um, EDI and decarbonisation of buildings, I would say the UK are doing pretty well. We, we went to the, 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 we've just come out of a, a, a workshop on it, and it feels a little bit like they're maybe two or three years behind. And the stuff that we're doing, the decisions that we're making as a country, um, narrowing on potential solutions, um, they're not there yet. So. There's a really good opportunity, I think, for us to work um, internationally, to work together, to inform each other. And I spoke to them afterwards and they're, they're keen. So um, there may be a, an international task force and decarbonisation. Maybe, Kat, you can say something about the EDI stuff that, that came out. That's great. Well, we ran a workshop on role models and how to inspire the next generation of engineers, and it was really successful. We had so many questions. Well, we had a great panel of speakers that helped as well. But uh, just in terms of ASHRAE, I think they also have a task force uh, on EDI, and they had posters everywhere about it, and they everyone is wearing a badge about ASHRAE and EDI. So I think there's great progress being made, really. And one thing we thought was really interesting is they created this book uh, for children about buildings uh, that Graham is just going to show you. Yeah. What does it Thank say? Um, Lucy's Engineering Adventures, for those of you yeah. listening. <laughs> it's a sort of looks like a comic book. Is that right? Well, it's it's basically got um, poems and stories about Lucy and her, her, her engineering adventure, really, and it describes it in in a simple way that uh, maybe seven year olds can can connect to. Um, and we were thinking about doing something like this in the UK. Mm. I think they would work really well. You just need to work with an illustrator and and someone that. Is experienced uh, writing for kids so that is a very simple message but at the same time inspiring and interesting yeah and you know so maybe a book um, would be would be really good and if, if we can find someone who's you know a volunteer perhaps that's you know gonna have a have a go at this I'm sure we can get someone to illustrate it and the other thing that they did as well which was which was really good for engagement was they had a wrap um, uh, which sounds a bit cheesy in a way, but it was a, um, a, a HVACR wrap 
um, and it was really good. Um, so when and, you and say like, a wrap, I take it it's not a sandwich. It's a it's a, yeah, like a poem thing, like, like a hip hop, really. A, a hip hop group. Okay, that that I wasn't expecting to hear hip hop at the Ashray conference. <laughs> exactly, that was actually the opening to the Ashray. It was hip hop, and it was you know the the theme of the song was obviously about refrigeration, conditioning, heat pumps, etc. But it was really good the way he made it. Um, no, I think it's it just everyone was like, wow, what is this? <laughs> Interesting to hear that, that, you know, when you think about ASHRAE, you think it's going to be technical, technical, you know, the latest thing in building innovation, the latest refrigerants, you know, and yet what you're saying is some of those other topics are really going to have a major influence on our industry, things like diversity inclusion, things like, you know, uh, looking at careers and things like that. So, um, those are your biggest takeaways, do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think the three, the, the, the equality, diversity and inclusion, bringing new people into the industry and, and decarbonisation of buildings. Those were the, those were the, the main areas that, that, have, uh, that are really, really strong that the Americans are focusing on. They, they see the need that they have to move quickly now in these areas and, you know, and perhaps um, they would say actually that they're perhaps a little bit behind. Mm. Um, so they're going to move quickly. So I think, as we know, when Amer once America starts moving on something, it moves really quickly. So, um, you know, it's an exciting time. Because mm. people have been saying to me that, you know, they would love to have been able to go to Ashray. They wish that they could go along and find out. I mean, what would you say to people who, you know, are misfield, they've missed out on, on, on what's been going on there? What's coming out of there that they can maybe pick up some of the information? So there is obviously the virtual you can join virtually um, and maybe this is something that um, you know we should try to do in the future maybe we could try for the for the June the summer one just to just to join and see if we get the same sort of benefit um, and a lot of the the meetings are virtual um, and we went one we did yesterday was a hybrid it was virtual and um, and face to face so there were there were real opportunities to to engage that way. We had quite a few questions online, so people were there. Uh, I think someone said there's something like two thousand three hundred people here, and about five hundred joined virtually. So it's a so it's a reasonable number. So is there a sense um, that that's going to continue? I mean, you talked a little bit about the the pandemic from the point of view of the technical approaches, but in terms of of how those kind of conferences are working, how the community is working together. You see that sort of hybrid approach, is, it looks to be the way it's going to go forward. Yeah, I, I'm ab absolutely, it, it, it's going to be that. I think the, the, the technology that they use perhaps needs to improve slightly because um, you, you, you do feel a bit sort of, um, that some of the things are, are a bit, um, um, but some, some of the systems don't work as best as they could do. Um, but yeah, it's, we're starting, we're learning. Yeah, it's always more difficult to coordinate hybrid meetings. I mean, having the, the, the recording in place, the filming, uh, but they did it really well in some of the rooms. It's just not all the rooms have the capacity to do that. So part of you know the future, you kind of need the technology to help you. Otherwise it is difficult to do a hybrid meeting. 
that's one of those things that I think is the more they do it, the more experienced people get, you know, it's like with the, you know, the dreaded Zoom that we're on at the moment, you know, and everyone was like forgetting to unmute to start with. So as we go along, we get there and we, we, we find these things, better ways of, of working. I think on the, the hybrid thing is, is a very tricky model, but it's at least it gives more opportunity for people internationally. And, and that may be something people have been missing, you know, presumably there's, you know, every country is represented at the ASHRAE now. I mean, you must have met some really interesting people on your, on your uh, either in the sessions you've been doing or just generally at the dinners and the social receptions. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yesterday, 10 different countries that represented. Um, so Romania, um, guy, guy from Romania, telling us about all the work that they've been doing for many years. I just didn't know about it. And um you know, and, and yeah, so sort of making those connections, they've got the same problems that we have, to be honest with you, to solve um, decarbonisation, maybe at different different stages, um, you know. So, so yeah, we, we should look, we should, it's great to be able to have this experience. And maybe going back to the hybrid thing, um, maybe because it's, it is such a big commitment to come to ASHRAE by, by and unless you know what it's like. So maybe, you know, people can, could, could, go into the hybrid uh, or go into the virtual um, conference and just see what it's like. And then they perhaps, perhaps it's easier to justify coming to the face-to-face because -face, I don't think you can beat face-to-face, -face. you know, so the, some of the benefits of... Um... So both of you have been uh, giving technical presentations on the technical program. Mm -hmm. um, how did that go? Um, what kind of feedback did you get from the rest of the world? Is there anything that you suddenly thought, oh, wow, I forgot that. I should have done that. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, uh, so Graham was sharing the workshop on integrated smart heating and cooling, and we had um, we had Joel Hamilton from the from the UK government. So he gave a really good talk, and at the end, he had a you know the typical question that someone asks: So how are you funding decarbonisation? How does it work? Are you uh, is it a subsidy mechanism? How? Does it work? And it, it did respond really well as it is a mix of incentives and levies um, and working with industry and um, with academia. So it, it gave a really good answer. But it was interesting because uh, it seemed like the, the US was really interested in what the UK is doing as a, following in our footsteps in a way, because we are in a, uh, in a way ahead, I think, in, in terms of decarbonisation and having a strategy in place, really. Yeah, yeah, no, it, it was it was fantastic um, um, workshop. And um, yeah, we had about, I would say there was about 150, 200 there. And they stayed, they stayed for an hour. And they enjoyed my jokes, okay, <laughs> tremendously. Well, that's got to be a first at least. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, it was brilliant, absolutely brilliant. And the equality and diversity one, we did a, um, well, it was, it was not a quality and diversity workshop. Cat, Cat organised it. Yeah, it was about role models and how to inspire the next generation of engineers. And we had talks about equality, diversity and inclusion. Uh, we talked about worldwide survey of women working in refrigeration, air conditioning and heat pumps. So we, we were talked to talk about that because we had a, uh, I'm an Eltaloni from the United Nations. So it, it was such a great bunch of speakers, really. And to close it off, we had Lucy Sherburn. 
from Fair Heats, and she's a young engineer, you know, and she just wrapped the, the session so nicely, uh, you know, just giving her own experience. Uh, so it's great, really. It's just, uh, it was quite inspiring. And we had so many questions from the audience, people from uh, all over the world as well just giving their perspective, their suggestions. Uh, there was someone from Ashray there that also engaged in the discussion. So it, yeah, it was quite positive. Yeah, there's quite a lot of tools that they, that they, they that the person from Ashray actually said, there's quite a lot of tools there already for engaging different people. And maybe that's something that, that you know, as an organization, we could perhaps think about at some point, because we've got some ideas as how, what we do to engage. With, with people from outside and they've got as well. So, you know, it'd be really good to try to pull them in the same place because it probably doesn't really matter whether you're trying to engage someone in America or, or, or in the UK. You know, the, 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 the tools that you will use are probably quite similar, I'd imagine. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, that sounds as though that's another great takeaway from the conference where you find other people are working in the same areas as you and then you can start pooling those resources and bouncing ideas and find out what worked and what didn't work. And I'm just, I'm just really interested in the fact that it's not just on technical topics, that it's actually, there's, it's a lot broader than just the latest, dare I say, widget. It is, it's, you know, how we're working is becoming more, just as important as what we're working on. Yeah, ab absolutely. And to be honest with you, I haven't seen any real widget presentations. It's all been sort of either case studies or big picture stuff, or, you know, let's work together on stuff. So, um, yeah, no, it's been really good for that, Miriam. Really, really good. And what do you see the, you know, the follow-ups then from uh, from your point of view as being the, the, you know, UK reps at this meeting, you know, what's going to happen next? You know, how is how is the world going to change as a, as a result of this? Yeah, I think, I think you're right. I think there always needs to be some one or two things that you take away and you do. Um, I mean, for us, um from the workshop which we did was on, on smart smart energy systems um it will be great for us to be able to start um a conversation with with and we, we suggested at the meeting with um internationally because you know smart energy systems are different everywhere and actually learning you know why someone's done you know this this technology applied this technology in this in, in this application Will, will help everyone. So, so, it, so it will, you know, it will be able to increase the knowledge base, I think, in, in this area. And going back to the EDI one, um, I think there are so many resources that are, are, are available that, that we, you know, we should start to collect together. So for, for me, they're probably the, the, the two takeaways that I would say. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yes, EDI and um decarbonization were definitely the hot topics. I think there was also, uh, it's gonna be a lot of presentations today more related uh, to COVID and how buildings respond to that. So that's uh, obviously an emerging trend that is gonna stay, but yes. It's been, it's been, it's been, it's been fantastic um, spending money in the casinos. But don't tell me, don't well, tell anyone. You are in Vegas and what can I say? You have to sort of, um... <laughs> You have to explore the cultural side as well as the technical side, I guess. Yeah, yeah. What, what do they say? What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. 
not on this occasion, I hope. I hope you're bringing some of that information and technology and news and whatever back. I mean, that's the point. That's why we're doing these things as podcasts and trying to pick up sort of news and views and what else is going on in the broader context of, of some of these questions. So um, Graham and Kat are both involved in our Beyond Refrigeration environmental initiative. So it sounds as though the net zero work is going to take forward on that. It's really interesting to hear that there's going to be some good resources. It looks like coming out on COVID and the future of healthy buildings and healthy ways of working and also the diversity and role models and things like that. And these are all you know, stuff that's or at least some of that stuff the Institute's working on as well. So there's a lot of synergy there, I think. Yeah, yeah absolutely, Miriam. And um, yeah, it's a, it, look, these are international problems and yeah, I, we, we need to work together. Otherwise, rather than compete, it's not competitive, doesn't need to be competitive. We need to work together. So it's win-win. Everybody wins. And everyone brings a different perspective because there is, I don't know, cultural differences. There is uh, climate conditions that are very different. So you need to adapt. Um, yeah, and collaborate. That's how we all gain the most, really. Definitely. And that's the whole point of a big international conference, presumably. New collaborations, new ideas. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Brilliant. So any final comments then, just before we close off, because we're about there, I think, on our timings on this. Any other things you want to say, uh, the view from Ashray? No, I'm, I, I think I think we've probably covered everything. Um, if, if anybody's interested in, in finding out more what it's like to go to Ashray, you know, feel free to contact me or Kat, I guess. And, and, you know, if you're interested, we can, you know, and if you do come, okay, you know, we, we probably will continue to come every, every winter if, 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 we, if we can justify it and, and have publications. You know, if there are any members that do come, it's really nice to have someone here to, to, to show you the ropes, to work out which parties to gate crash, etc. Okay, and, you know, feel free to, to, to liaise, contact um, me or Kat, and um, yeah, happy to show you around. No, absolutely. I'm definitely sold on the conference. I'll look to come back next year. Brilliant. Okay, well, thank you again. Thanks very much for taking some time out of what is clearly a very busy schedule that you have there <laughs> to tell us a little bit about what you're doing and um, and for being our sort of um, our first guinea pigs with the Institute podcast. We hope to bring you back in as, again in the future when we get into some of those issues and topics in a bit more detail. So thanks again and uh, look forward to seeing you when you get home. All right, bye-bye. <laughs> thanks. thanks very much, Cheers, bye-bye.